Our CEO and founder, Stefan Lavien, sat down with the ticketing manager of FC Micheland, Martin Jacobson, to discuss FC Micheland's decision to introduce a subscription model in their ticketing sales strategy. In this episode, they discuss the thinking behind this and why such a model helps them increase their match day attendance. Enjoy the episode. FC Midtjylland is the story of how will and unity can create the impossible. It is the story of what can happen when the dreams are big and the will is even bigger. It is the story of a club that from the start had the courage to think innovatively and step out of the shadows. So I took this quote directly from the FC Midtjylland website, Martin. A huge welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. So just before we begin, uh, let's start off the session with a little icebreaker. Yeah, sure. So what's your favorite quote, expression or motto? Uh, and why is it your favorite? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big of quotes, but I think it'll probably be something like, um, uh, if, if you can't prove it, I don't believe it, something like that. Uh, it's probably, it comes out of this, I'll say, this is football world. It's not necessarily very innovative. And, and sometimes you can sit in meetings and, and a CEO or a boss or whatever can, can come up with a great idea. And he said, it's not perhaps a great idea. And uh, I need it proven before I think it's a good idea. Um, so that's probably one of the, my go-tos if I, if I had to choose one. It's a good, it's, it's a good model or, or a quote, actually, I think. I mean, uh, it's good. Uh, it means that you can test new ideas, but you also need to see that they actually work, right? You need you need proof of them. Definitely. You know, we only have twenty match days, so so well, every year, so we don't have that many test days. So I don't want to waste anyone. And so yeah, I need them to be quite spot on from from day one, really. Exactly. Sounds good. All right. So I'm just gonna dive right in, Martin. So um, FC Mitchellan, you took the step of selling subscriptions in addition to the season tickets. So if we start off with how did that idea come about? Well, we were presented to the idea um, from our seating uh, system supplier, uh, RoboTicket and New C, who, uh, yeah, who, who had the possibility in their ticketing system. Um, and then we uh, could see from, from other clubs under their umbrella that they had a fair bit of success with it. And uh, we could see uh, an awful lot of potential in it. You know, there's a reason why Netflix and Spotify and whatever use this subscription thing. It's probably because it works. Uh, so, but at the moment that we were presented to it a few years ago, we, we, we didn't have the right idea or concept kind of to put it into. Um, but yeah, we, over the last year, we developed the book because we really could see a lot of potential in both, you know, getting a, a lot of workload of us internally and helping the, the season ticket holder. And obviously, you know, there's a financial side of it that's beneficial for us. Still, it's relatively unheard of in the sports industry. It's not that many that sort of use this uh, concept. So maybe you could just uh, explain a little bit of how it works. Well, it is um, it's, it's basically quite simple. Um, instead of coming to the ticket office every summer to renew your season ticket, it just happens automatically. You can pay uh, in our in our case, you can pay once a year or once a month. Um, you kind of decide whatever you want. We can see that the younger generation prefers the the monthly payment, and the older generation prefers the yearly payment. 
but it is and as you know internally for us as well the workload that we don't need to do after every season and before every season it just happens automatically you just needs to pay once and then we get the money every month every year for you you don't have to think about a renewable season or uh, a date that you need to have renewed your season ticket or your seat disappears and gets sold to someone else all that disappears for you it just had to happen automatically for you um, which is a real quality in this i think so a question there so the ticketing system was also prepared for that since it was the idea actually from your ticketing vendor from the beginning i guess uh, yeah, um, that that was one of the, the ideas for it because the the way that you see a robot ticket, the, the ticket system is, is is developed. It's very flexible to to put into whatever context that the club wants it to be. But yeah, that was definitely one of the the advantages in in, in the ticketing system that we have is exactly this. Hmm. One of the things that you actually mentioned during one of the initial chats that, that we have was that some people that um, buy tickets or season tickets don't necessarily show up in the games. So how have you used the data and the subscription model to change that tendency? Yeah, that's um, that's kind of the big project at this football club at the moment. Back in 2020, the board in FC Midtjylland put down a vision for 2025 uh, that we needed, and it, it was into a different uh, areas of, of the clubs, both sporting, sporting-wise, and commercially. And one of the pillars that was important in, in the vision 2025 was that we needed 10,000 spectators for every match by 2025. And for a big club, you know, with a big stadium, that's not necessarily a big task. It's just about selling an awful lot of tickets. But we have a 11 and a half thousand seater stadium here. A thousand of those seats are in a way section, which basically I can't really sell those tickets. It depends on, on who we're playing. So I need to fill 10,000 people in 10,500 seats, which is a bit more difficult than it probably would sound. Uh, just take last season, for example. We haven't had an overall attendance for, you know, for every ticket or season ticket, VIP tickets, family ticket, whatever, whatever kind of ticket it was. It was in general, it was 70%, 72%, I think it was. So if I sold 10,000 tickets, only an average, just above 7,000 of them showed up. So we needed to look into this data to see who used their access to the stadium, or to the match, and, and who didn't. And we could quite early on the process see that if you had a ticket for a match, then you would show up around 90% of the time. And if you had a season ticket or access to every match, it was around 65%. So, you know, we could quite easily make the calculation that on average, a thousand season ticket holders would not show up for our matches. And when I only had 10,500 seats to sell and 1,000 of them didn't show up, I only had 9,500 seats to sell. So we quite early on knew that it was impossible for us to, to reach you know, the vision 2025. So we really needed to uh, rethink the season ticket for this to be achieved. And this is where the, the subscription model came in because we, we've put a, an attendance uh, demand on the season ticket. So you need to be here for 65% uh, of all of our home matches if you need, well, if, if you want to renew the season ticket. So if you are above the 65%, you can renew it the same seats, uh, all access to every match, just as you used to. If you're under 
you will be transferred over to a new concept, which is a subscription concept, uh, which uh, is called Tickets Flex. It's a flexible ticketing solution. So you have access to every seat on sale, and you can sit wherever you want to sit. Because we could see that if you have above 65% on season ticket attendance, you on average gain 88% of the matches. Mm-hmm. And the under 65% was like, I think, 32%. So we needed to cut those off on the bottom. And this is where the, the ticket flex solution came in, because that gives you a ticket for each match. You need to actively go into the ticketing system and get your tickets. Um, and it doesn't really bother with those who comes for every match. So we don't really need to annoy, don't get me wrong, but with, um, with, with the people who, who attend every match, you know, we're very, very happy with them. It's just the ones who don't attend every match, so we need to work with. This, the way that, that you're sort of explaining it, it also means that you've, in a way, you've actually made the season ticket even more valuable, right? Because you have to be a, I mean, if you have a season ticket, then, then you're a real, then you're a real supporter because yeah. then you attend 60, at least 65% of the, of the matches, yeah. right? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and as a new fan, you, you, you can't buy a new season ticket. So if, if you came in, you just moved to the city and you wanted a season ticket, you, you won't be able to buy it. You would only be able to buy the ticket flex solution. Um, which uh, you needed to be 65% for the for every match for the next season. And then you'd be able to get your season tickets. That's a really smart move. But if we, if I just could understand a little bit more about the subscription part, the ticket flex. So let's say that you are, uh, you're subscribing to this, right? And you, so you're paying a monthly fee. Uh, so you get access to, to basically every seat. But if you don't use that right, you can still sell that seat to someone else. Yeah, that's uh, that is correct. Because the old-fashioned way, if you have a season ticket and you don't show up, you know the seat is just there aren't anyone sitting in it. But uh, now you need your seat for you know you need to actively go into the ticket to get your seat for that match. Uh, so if you don't do that, you know you just don't get a ticket for the match. We have a 48-hour pre-ticket sale for our ticket flexor. So they are guaranteed a seat for the match if they want one. And then obviously after the pre-sale, they still have access to every seat on sale, but then you know the general sale is open. So un- until sold out, they still have access to every seat. Um, but yeah, there is a pre-sale for them. Okay. Have you seen any like... Uh issues with like the fan experience i mean if you're uh, subscribing to what you feel is like the season ticket and then all of a sudden you see well wait the seat that i now wanted was was gone but it's because the 48 hour limit has passed have you seen any like issues with the fan experience in that sense or or has everyone accepted this that is actually one of the the positives we have taken from this because as a season ticket holder you're used to having your own seat, but but as a ticket flex, as a new ticket flex, you're not used to having your own seat. Uh, you don't have the same feeling or history, whatever you want to call it, with that seat. So that part of it hasn't really been issued. Um, it's it's clear that when the season is over and we're doing kind of the calculation that you've not been here for 65%, you'll be moved over to for the ticket flex solution. Then that might be an issue. No, no, that's that's true. 
is there a, like an idea or a plan to actually push for season tickets from TicketFlex, like seeing the ones that, that have a high attendance or a tendency to go to a lot of games that you will push them to become season ticket holders? Or what's the idea there? Definitely. After every season, that we will then we'll do the calculations. And if you have over 65% attendance, we will offer you the chance of a season ticket. So we, so we don't need to go into the ticketing system and get your ticket very much. But it's only if you have over 65% then we'll offer you the chance to uh, yeah, buy a, a season ticket as, as, as you know it. Given that this is, if I understand correctly, this is the first season that you're doing this like more like full scale, right? So have you had the opposite where you have denied someone to buy the season tickets because the attendance has been too low? And how was, how was the reaction? I think it's been both ways, if you can say. When you don't have had a season ticket here before and we tell you you can't buy a season ticket, they say, oh, well, that's weird. But then we explain it to them. Why? Because we want to sell out every single match. Then they understand why we're doing it. But obviously, there is a bit of a communication uh, task in this, uh, which is quite, can be quite difficult. But people are we, are, we are quite an innovative football club. So when we are, um, and we're branded as that as well. So, so when we tell people that there's reasoning behind this, is it is just not to be annoying, you know, it, there, there, there's a reason behind it. Then people accept it and, and, and takes, uh, takes it into consideration that this is actually a decent idea, this. So, but yeah, obviously there has been someone who didn't really understand it. But, well, I guess that's understandable and expected. Of course, of course. When you try something new, not everyone is, yeah, appreciates that, of course, but you still have to, to try things. Exactly, yeah. What, what would you say are the, the major benefits of, of, you, of using this subscription model? Um, well, there are the things that I've already mentioned, the, the workload that, that's taken away from us after, after every season or before every season, or if you want to put it, uh, is, is major. You know, uh, we don't need thousands of people renewing uh, anymore. It just had to happen automatically. Um, and then, you know, we can see the financial possibilities and in, in this and you know let's not kill ourselves this is also a financial uh, solution part of the way and we can see that uh, going into this uh, but i think the major issue is is because it's flexible for us you know we can decide if you're under 65 or over 65 percent we can then transfer you to the product that you need which is the major issue if if it wasn't possible for us doing the subscription model because all of your payment and all your data is already in the system so we just need to move you to the right, um, to, to your right product, which is, does it quite easy for us to manage this. All right. So if we take the, the opposite side to this, then the, do you see any, any drawbacks uh, from, from working like this? There's not too many drawbacks, to be, to be honest with you, which is lovely. Um, I think um, um, one of the drawbacks is obviously there can be, in, in, in periods, there can be a lot of handling in this. Um, but it's it's quite easy to 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 get out of. So so let's give me an example. Um, we have um, uh, a lot of people with a yearly subscription, and they're obviously paid usually in the summer. Um, and during that year, let's say 25, 30% of the credit cards is expired during that yeah. during that year. So so there's obviously a lot of handling with them getting a new uh, credit card information into the system and all that. But if I need to take one drawback from it, it's probably that. But if you take the drawback from the old-fashioned season ticket selling or, or resale or 
whatever you call it, then it's it's not really a drawback to to the alternative, which is that all our season ticket holders needs to renew. I can say there aren't really that many drawbacks with this. Not and not yet anyway. <laughs> exactly. That, no, that that sounds that sounds really good. It sounds really good, and it is. I mean, it is a very innovative uh, idea. So that sounds good. So so maybe we'll need to come back uh, and and see if you found any draw, drawbacks later on. <laughs> if we twist like how we how we look at this, and we look at it from the the supporters' point of view, how have they responded to this? We were we were talking about this a little bit, but maybe we can go a little bit deeper. Do you see any like a special response from the supporters when it comes to this new solution? Do you see any differences like when it comes to uh, uh, different age groups or, or or like any other like segments that you see that they have respond responded in a different uh, way? Um, I think, um, as I said before, this is the footballing world is quite conservative. I think over a broad term, you know, uh, and um, when we introduced that, it was only possible to get your season ticket or your ticket flex on a subscription model. You won't be able; it wasn't able to do the old-fashioned way. Um, there was a bit of a hesitation. You, know? I, I think there, there's always going to be some hesitation uh, with, you know, introducing something new uh, to people. But it hasn't really been an issue. I think people can see the idea. And I think in Denmark, you know, more or less every person here has a Netflix or Spotify or fitness or whatever subscription. Uh, so they're used to the subscription model. Um, they just needed to understand the context of the season ticket in a subscription model. Um, but obviously, it, it has been a lot easier for us to sell it to the younger generation than to the older ones, um, simply because they're probably a bit more it used um you know they use i don't you probably have an iphone as a seven-year-old who in denmark so 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 you're quite it educated here um and you yeah we, we can see that the monthly subscriptions are there are a, a higher younger percentage in the monthly and 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 again it's an older uh segment that, that will do the uh, yearly subscription um whether that's because that's what they've always done or whether it's because they just have more money in the bank, I, I can't really see that yet. But but that's probably you know one of the factors in it. And I guess I guess one of the things why the response maybe has been so good is that one of the reasons, the main reasons you're doing this is to keep the attendance up. I mean, nobody, even if you sell like like you sell a lot of season tickets and nobody shows up to the games, well, that that's not good for anyone. It's not good for the audience that's there. It's not good for the players. Not good for it's not good for the sponsors. So there's a lot of things. Involved around that, so I mean, the the idea is actually the foundation for the ideas is pretty good. It is a positive circle to get into. Uh, we want to sell out. We want to be able to sell out every single seat for every single match. Um, but it's not selling it that's an issue for us. It's people to attending. And you know, when we've told people, we had a season ticket meeting after last season where we introduced all this to people, and and there were people applauding this because they really believe that if we can get 1,000 more season tickets or, or just fans into those seats that's, you know, generate, generally not uh, seated because of, you know, people staying away. Uh, people loved that idea to get 1,000 thousand more people in. And more fans generates more fans and higher sponsorship deals and higher TV deals. And, you know, it's a positive thing to get into this. But it is a small piece in a bigger picture. Of course. Of course. 
what would be needed for for to like if you want to imp implement such a model what, what do you need to do to make it successful you need a ticketing system that obviously have the um the capabilities um in our in our case it's a ticketing system it's a subscription system and it's a paying uh, gateway all of that needs to to be combined absolutely perfectly there can't be any flaws in that if there's just a little flaw in it you know people don't believe in the system uh, and obviously if there's an issue with the system then there's probably be an issue for everyone and then the workload is absolutely massive um so you need really and and well-proven machine for this to, to to work this is my clear uh, view on this and obviously we ha we are quite it educated or developed or whatever you want to say here in, here in denmark as i said you probably have an iphone as a seven-year-old and you have an iphone as a 70 year old um, so everyone here is more or less have, have an idea of how a computer works or an iphone or samsung whatever this works um which is a at least in our case, it's crucial for this to work. So, so one one interesting thing is that you added this new model to to the more traditional tried and tested one of having the season tickets. So, what what sort of led to that decision of mixing the old with the new? I mean, I mean, you could have you could have scrapped like the the the, the season tickets or just chosen one of them. How come you sort of decided to mix? Yeah, we actually had the idea of that, just scrapping the old season ticket, uh, because we could see that it was the season ticket that was the real issue for us. Um, but again, we don't want to make it more inconvenient or unpleasant for the ones who actually do their job or whatever you want to say. For my case, they should just have the benefits that they have as a season ticket holder. So we, so we would like to benefit those who actually show up. And those who don't show up, we would like to find a solution for them that's the best for them and the best for us as a football club. Um, so that's the reason why we kept both, really, that we don't want to bother with those who actually show up. Well, they, they, they don't need to bother with us. It's probably mm. <laughs> the, right, the right term. <laughs> but I think one of the things that's so interesting is that you're actually doing this. You're also, it feels like you increase the uh, sort of perceived value of having the season ticket as well. Yeah, well... As, as, as I said before, the, the, the average season ticket is, is showing up for 70% of the matches. So in theory, I can sell 30% more season tickets without really changing the, um, the attendance, which is obviously more money in, in, in the bank account, uh, which is lovely for us. Um, but it is, you know, the flexibility of the subscription model and the workload. And yeah, that, that, that's really paying off for us. Hmm. So, what's next then for FC Midtjylland uh, when it comes to, to innovations? What other types of innovations are you thinking of of, uh, of incorporating in the way you do business? Is there anything else like on your roadmap? Um, yeah, well, currently, as, as I said, we, it, it's the season ticket attendance that, that we're really, really working hard on. I think when we've got that under control, uh, it will be working with the... We can see that the more you pay for the season tickets, the more you attend. And we can see there is a bigger attendance uh, if you pay monthly uh, over if you pay yearly. The higher the prices are, apparently, that our data shows us that if you pay more, you attend more. Um, so we'll probably uh, try to find solutions for this or at least try make a product where this really can be tested. 
we probably won't uh, just raise uh, the season ticket price from the hundred <laughs> percent. That was probably not a good idea. But we'll probably invent a new concept, whether it's a premium plus or whatever it is, uh, to 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 see if this uh, works on a practical level, other than just a theoretical level. Yeah, that's probably one of the next things that we'll be looking into. It sounds like I mean, da- data seems to be like a, a something that you dive into quite quite a lot yeah we have um an awful lot of data uh you know after every match we have an awful lot of data uh accessible for us um whether you know everything from where you live and um and your age to when you bought the tickets when you enter the stadium whether it's a season ticket sponsored ticket what, what stand you are what age you are all that kind of data we have on every single people who has a ticket um, so there's a lot of data for us to, to to dive into. It's just about finding the right thing to dive into because we need to f- try and find the solution that brings the most people to the stadium. Maybe next year, you know, this year we're sold out for more or less. Uh, yesterday's match was the first day, the first match that, that weren't sold out this, uh, this this year. So, but but again, that's probably one of the reasons the the season ticket. You know, when we after the season, all of those under sixty five percent. Will be you know transferred to the tickets so so that will release a lot of t- uh, seats for us um so maybe next year the um the job is also a bit more a marketing uh task you know to sell the tickets because we have more tickets to sell uh, mm. so we'll probably dive into you know age groups and activities what attracts you to come into the to to stadiums personas and all that kind of things will probably be a bit more for us next season when we have more tickets to sell how how much does data actually drive your innovations from from your perspective? Oh, everything, um, everything. Um, we just have a an, an evaluation for the match uh, earlier today, the match we had yesterday, um, and I have a data sheet that I show f- for all staff here that I present, um, and we look into it quite deeply. Um, and try to find solutions or see a picture. That, all right, this category still is not very really attending. What can we do for this? Do we need to take contact to all of them? But data is is is, is the foundation for all of this to 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 be done. At least in 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 my case, obviously there are more creative people than me here who do marketing and branding and stuff. But all season ticket ticketing is extremely data driven. So um, if you were to give I mean, we work with a lot of other um, sports club, uh, sports clubs uh, all over all over Europe. So, if if you could give some advice to other sports club managers on on this topic, what would that be? How would you say that they can embrace innovation a bit more? Um, well, the subscription model, I I would say that everyone should be working with this. There is so little drawbacks from this compared to all the benefits that you had as a football club doing the subscription model. Uh, so just dive into it. And don't probably be as conservative as the, <laughs> as the industry are. Um, and I think one of the, the major ones are, is always that our fans don't want that. They're old-fashioned, they're old, and all of that. But are they? Are they old? And are they kind of close-minded? I'm not so sure of that. Um, and... If you don't want to kind of do it all the way as we've done this season, just test it out and 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 see if it's possible for you. Um, because 
more or less guarantee you that it will benefit you uh, to do a subscription model. Just dive into it. I really, really would recommend that to people. And maybe also use the data to find the, the actual answers to those questions yeah. if it works. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, again, this is only issues if you have a sold-out stadium. If, 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 if you have 20,000 seats to sell, I think your, 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 your job should always be to sell more tickets. But when you are in, in limitations, uh, like a stadium capacity, which is, which is quite difficult to expand, uh, or expensive at least, um, you should use data to, to look into it. But it is a complex world, football ticketing data. There's a lot of work in that. And yeah, we could go more into it, but it's all a man-hour thing. Martin, that was my last question. I want to thank you so very much for, for joining this, um, uh, this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Pleasure to be here. If your goal is to get more supporters, superior sales and real revenue, then visit our website at datatalks.se and fill out our demo form to experience firsthand how we can help you. Data Talks, more supporters, superior sales, real revenue.